Welcome to the December 15th edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm David Morsuti, and I'm looking ahead to tonight's game against the New York Rangers and a little bit of history be made in the NHL this week. That and more on today's edition of Locked On Leafs. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On These Podcasts, your daily fix for all things Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm your host, David Morissuti from Sportsnet. Mike DeStefano is on vacation this week, so I am running things this week. But as always, we have great content for you. And just a reminder that Locked On Leafs is a daily Maple Leafs centric podcast. So make sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcast from. And just a reminder, you can always catch us up right here on YouTube and video form. So make sure you go subscribe and get those notifications whenever a new episode comes out. That is five days a week, Monday to Friday. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. And the game tonight is the Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the New York Rangers under the bright lights of New York City. Yes, the Leafs will be heading on the road to Madison Square Garden. Well, they're going to try to keep this role going, ladies and gentlemen. A 7-0 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. The offense is firing right now. They're getting some contributions from deeper in the lineup. Now it's going to get a little tougher. They're still the, the, the tougher opponents are coming up in the schedule. December is not is it's a pretty challenging month for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they're gonna be looking to keep that going against the Rangers. Now, I don't expect there to be any lineup changes. The Leafs are um, obviously on the road, so that could potentially change. Mac Hollowell was sent back down to the Toronto Marlies, which would make you think that Jordy Ben is close to making his return to the lineup. Whether or not he actually comes back. You know, so soon what remains to be seen right now. It's tough to really justify making any changes to the lineup, right? Joey Anderson will still remain in the lineup. He's he's taking advantage of the opportunity he's getting right now. Uh, Dennis Malgan will likely remain in that top six role with Nick Robinson out long term. So right now, the Leafs lineup is kind of working right now. So I don't see a reason really to change what the Leafs have been doing there. And this is actually an interesting time that the Leafs uh, come into New York to play the Rangers because I don't know if many of you saw it, but recently the Forbes magazine, Forbes website, it used to be a magazine, I don't think it's still a magazine, uh, they came out with their annual franchise valuation list. So they list all the teams in, in every league based on how valuable they are. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, no surprise, are among the top teams in the NHL, but they're not number one. They haven't been for a very long time. It has been the New York Rangers over the last eight years, so eight straight years, that the New York Rangers have been listed as the top valued team in the NHL. They are currently at $2.2 billion. The Toronto Maple Leafs came in second at $2 billion, while the Montreal Canadiens were third and 
uh, billion dollars. So now this is, and um, as it was mentioned in the uh, Forbes article, this is the first time um, that you know NHL franchise values topped one billion dollars by marking a ninety percent increase from the twenty twenty one average. Uh, the Lightning saw a huge re- uh, jump. They actually went from six hundred fifty to a billion dollars, which which is pretty interesting. The Ottawa Senators, everyone knows what's going on with them and their sales, uh, their selling position where they're trying to attract new owners. Their valuation uh, went up. The question here, though, is, and we know through the, and I forgot to mention this on the show yesterday, but might as well do it today because it was a situation I was not happy about. The NHL Board of Governors had their meetings down in Florida. Gary Bettman came out and he said the initially they were hoping that there would be a pretty decent jump in the salary cap from, you know, where it's currently at. They were hoping maybe three to four million. I remember them saying uh, back in October. Now, what Gary Bettman is suggesting is because the players still owe escrow, they still owe money to the owners. The salary cap might just go up a million dollars again. And I was like, when I heard that, I'm like, are you serious? Like, are we still in this position where this, where the league salary cap can barely, barely go up? And you can't help but notice that, you know, so many teams have had to sign players to long-term extensions. You look at Colorado, what they just did with Nathan McKinnon. You don't mean they're not too thrilled about the fact that the salary cap might not go up as much as they thought. This is where the Toronto Maple Leafs found themselves when they had to make a lot of these tough decisions about the salary cap because it was only going up by a million. Now, the pandemic has certainly played a big role in that, and that's been the big selling point in terms of why the salary cap hasn't gone up. But I thought the NHL was doing pretty good and was getting on track to getting past what the pandemic had done. Clearly, it's not. And they they also said that part of the problem here is the Canadian dollar being at a lower value has hurt revenues for the Canadian NHL teams. We've heard that before. But the NHL is also bringing in new revenue. You're not telling me that the jersey ads, they're saying that the jersey ads aren't aren't making a big dent. May, I, I mean, then why are you selling jersey ads if you're not making a big profit off of it in the first place? I know it's it's revenue and you'll take the revenue where you can get it, but how are you not capitalizing on the fact that a lot of fans were not happy about the jersey ads? You're not capitalizing on that and selling these sponsors. You want to get on an NHL jersey, you got to pony up a little bit here. The helmet ads, these digital board ads we're seeing during games, which I hate personally. I'm a person that notices those things, especially when people point it out. I haven't been a fan of them. I understand why the NHL is doing it. Um, we've seen the you know, painted ads on the ice. I, I'm just having a hard time understanding how the NHL is telling teams, or in the, in the and if I'm the NHL PA, I'm wondering what is not what is going on here. How is the how are the revenues? not going up the way that they should be. I'm I'm struggling to really understand this right now. 
and this is not about the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is about the NHL in general. And if you're an NHL player who's looking to get paid, okay, and stay with the team that you're playing with and looking to get, a, you know, what you were believe you were expecting to get paid, it's a little tough to hear that the salary cap is not going to be going up so much, and that's going to change what teams do uh, in the offseason. So this isn't just the Toronto Maple Leafs things. A lot of top teams are going to have to make some tough decisions because if the salary cap doesn't go up too much, that impacts what they can do. And I'm sure the Toronto Maple Leafs are one of those teams. Uh, when Mike gets back, we'll likely have to discuss this because this will impact how teams handle the NHL trade deadline as well. That's how it's always been, and we'll see how that uh, how that happens. So, not not a great thing to see if you're if you're a hockey fan person. I think the NHL needs to be a little more proactive right now in trying to increase uh, revenues. So. We're going to break down our keys to the game against the Rangers, what the Leafs need to do uh, to keep their strong play alive. But before we do, let's talk uh, about one of our show sponsors, and that is today's title sponsor, and that is BetOnline.net, the number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from Pro football, college bowl season, basketball, World Cup, hockey. Bet Online has it all covered. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at betonline.net as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back to the Lockdown Leads Podcast. David Morisuti here. No Mike DeCefano for the rest of the week. He is on vacation. He will be back on Monday, or at least he should be back on Monday. <laughs> Mike, your vacation's over on Monday. You're coming back. No, no, no if, ands, or buts. Even if you're oh, still away, I'm going to get you on this podcast. So <clears throat> the Toronto Maple Leafs will hit the road. They are going to be in New York to play the Rangers, who have been disappointing a little bit this season. I'm not going to lie. I thought the... And if you anybody here who listened to my uh, you know pre-show predictions, I said the Rangers would be a Stanley Cup contender. Right now, they have looked anything but Stanley Cup contender worthy to start the season. That does not make me look very good, which means I'm not very happy with the New York Rangers right now. Which also means because the Rangers haven't been playing to their capability. They're going to be doing what they can to make life a living heck on the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's just it's the way it goes, ladies and gentlemen. So the Rangers right now sit fifth in the Metropolitan Division. They sit behind the Islanders, the Penguins, the Hurricanes, and the Devils, who have been the biggest surprise in the NHL. Nobody could have expected the Devils to be as good as they have been. Um, the Rangers actually did are, are coming off a pretty impressive win over the Devils. They had to overcome a 2-0 deficit to win the game, and they eventually won that game in overtime. So they're getting a bit better, you know, themselves. Uh, their home record hasn't been great. They're 6-6-4 six, six, and four on the season. The Leafs have been 8-3-3 three, three on the road uh, this season. And we know the Leafs right now, they got to keep on pace with the Boston Bruins. They're three points behind. Boston has two games in hand. So 
Leafs aren't in a position where they can take any team lightly, and they got to make sure that they're staying on top of you know all these opportunities that they're going to try to get back into the um, pretty much get back into the south here. The Bruins will actually be playing um, the Kings, so you know that's that's a pretty they got a pretty easy schedule if you look at the next few games. They have the Kings, the Bruins play the Kings, they play the Blue Jackets. Then they got the Panthers. Then they got a bit of a tougher stretch with the Panthers, Jets, and Devils. But those two games right now, that that those are games that means that you know the Bruins should be able to keep pace with the Leafs, or at least you know if the Leafs slip up in any of their upcoming games, they're gonna get a little bit of separation in the standings. So Toronto's just gotta gotta do what they keep doing, and that's winning right now. Um, they're Obviously, coming off that seven nothing impressive victory over the Anaheim Ducks, where clearly they just didn't look very like the Ducks just didn't look good, and the Leafs took advantage. The Leafs had a not so great first period, but second and third period, it was all Leafs, all Leafs for the rest of the game. So Matt Murray gets the start in New York. A little surprising, I'm not going to lie, just because. Elias Samsonov is coming off another shutout, but it's also clear the Leafs' next game is on the road in Washington. You have to think that the Leafs want to save Samsonov for that game against his former team, first game in Washington against his former team. So I think that's likely what's playing into that decision. You want to, you also want to keep uh, Matt, keep that healthy rotation. So. It's, the Leafs don't have back-to-backs for the next little bit, too. So it's not like they have to make decisions about back-to-backs impacting how their goaltending situation plays out. Which leads us to the keys of the game. One of them being, let's see if Matt Murray can, ha- can have a better performance. Look, he, they, the Leafs still beat the Calgary Flames, but Matt Murray didn't exactly have his best outing. He has been really good. This is This is not a slander Matt Murray moment. But, you know, he didn't, he, Elias Samsonov has looked a little bit better lately, you know, just by virtue of he looked better against the Ducks. I'm sure maybe if Matt Murray was in that game, he would have looked better, uh, looked pretty good as well. So maybe I'm just looking a little bit too much into a game against the Calgary Flames that the Leafs, you know, got caught being a little bit back and forth, you know, with that one. So, um, yeah, Matt Murray, let's see if he can have a bounce back game here. Um, when it comes to the New York Rangers and how they've been playing, it's 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 kind of tough to gauge really what the Rangers kind of are right now. You know, they had that overtime. They they've been their offense has been kind of streaky. They've had some good wins, good moments, and they've had some not so great moments. But Artemi Panarin continues to be the guy that leads the charge there. 35 points in 30 games. Mika Zibanejad, he leads the team in goals with 15 and 30 games. Chris Kreider still doing his thing. He has 14 goals in 30 games. And Vincent Trocek hasn't been too bad. Uh, he's third on that list with 10 goals. So, yeah, you're, you're looking at that top line of, you know, Panarin, Zibanejad, and uh, I believe it would be... Um, Try to remember now the third the third player on that line. They kind of been mixed. I know they've been kind of mixing lines a little bit here, so that probably explains why um, 
I, I know that they went through a big shakeup uh, going against the uh, Devils here. So I think it's Barkley Goodrow on that top line. Then it's Lafreniere, Chittle, and Kako, kind of the kids on the on one line. And then you got Kreider, Trocek, and former Toronto Maple Leaf Jimmy Vesey on that third line. So if I'm the Leafs, you, they are the better team going into this game. Just basically with how everything uh, has been going, they look like the better team on paper. They've been playing better. So they should be the favorite. They are the favorite going into this game. And they need to continue to play like they are favorites, right? Don't give the game to the Rangers. Let the Rangers have to push and work hard to win the game. So um, I, I would say that needs to be the mantra of this Leafs uh, team going into this game. Just continue to do what you're doing because it's working. You just have to continue to get the scoring lower in the lineup. That was the big thing. Um you know, against the Ducks, you saw Kerfoot score a couple. Bunting scored a goal again. Uh, you saw Engvall score. You saw Joey Anderson score. Marner, he's got to let's see if he can continue his point streak. I mean, once you're getting into that 25 range, you're starting to get into the new modern day. I know there was a discussion about Matt Sundin. Yes, he had 30, but it wasn't with the Leafs. It was with the Nordiques, and it was also before the so-called dead puck era. Uh, but 30 games is still an impressive scoring streak, especially because Matt Sunny was only 22 uh, when he had that streak. As it was pointed out in the YouTube comments, I do list, I do read the comments. So I do appreciate everybody uh, bringing in that discussion. I thought it was a great, great discussion about the streak. Uh, obviously, that will be uh, a top storyline to watch, see whether or not Martyr can continue the scoring streak. And Lee's will try to continue their streak of just keep putting up... Uh, Keep putting up, uh, keep putting up points in the standings. They got to keep pace. The fact that they've been so good and yet they're still trailing the Bruins just shows how strong the Bruins have been from the start of the season and how they've route their hot start has been going. But in in an impressive fashion, the Leafs just how bad they were in, by their standards in October and how good it's been. Then they've been able to at least bridge a little bit of a gap between third place. I'm not too worried about where the Leafs stand in terms of the Atlantic. I just want to see if they can try to keep pace with the Bruins because uh, that finishing first in the Atlantic will mean a lot come playoff time. And I know everything that's going on right now with the Leafs won't mean much until playoffs, but these little things can make a difference as we have come to see. All right, so those are my keys to the games. We'll see. And if you got any keys to the games you want to add, Make sure you get those into the comment section. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this game and what you're uh, looking forward to seeing. Um, I do want to talk about something non-lease related that is happening in the NHL, and that is what we're seeing from Alexander Ovechkin scoring 800 career goals. Uh, I watched that game. I was my eyes were glued to it. I am big, big on uh, you know historical moments in the NHL. We don't get to see moments like this very often. So when you get the chance to watch it, you have to have to watch it. So I'm going to discuss a little bit more of that on the other side. But before we do, let me tell you about our another show sponsor, and that is the NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out. You think of calling for a ride. 
Now nah, you live near dot by. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? Even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You told your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows the risks of drunk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to stay safe and to make sure that we continue to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, plan a safe, and plan ahead to get a ride home. It only takes one mistake to change a life or somebody else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Welcome back into Locked on Lee's podcast. David Morissuti here. And this, this, what we're seeing in the NHL this season, you know, we're seeing some incredible individual performances. You know, Tage Thompson has been, Michael, Mike uh, was big on that when we were talking about the, uh, you know, the Atlanta division. And, you know, obviously we, the Sabres have, uh, Obviously, we we would expect to see a little bit more from the series based on Tage Thompson's play, but they haven't. Um, Alex Ovechkin, <coughs> we've been on that watch in terms of, you know, can he reach Wayne Gretzky? Can he potentially become the NHL's all-time goal-scoring leader? When you see the number for Wayne, uh, Wayne Gretzky, you think, man, that's so tough. But then when you, you see what Ovechkin is doing right now, you can't stop to think that he's not losing his touch. So Wayne Gretzky, we know, holds the record at 894 career goals. His points total of 2,857, that's never being touched. Not even close. You have to have extreme, extremely great uh, longevity and, like, I just don't see how any player is going to catch that <coughs> personally. 1,963 career assists. I think mean, that one's pretty safe as well. But the goals, that was the last one I would ever expect to see a player try to, you know, try to break. 894. Alex is down 94 goals away. And he's only half. We're not even reached the halfway point of uh, the season. You know, he has 20 goals in 30 games this season or 31 games this season for with Washington. And there's no reason why he can't get 50 this season. He, if he actually reaches 50 goals this season, that would make it 10 seasons with 50 goals. That would set a new NHL record. Gretzky and Bossy did it nine times in their career. That's how good of a goal scorer Alex Ovechkin has been. And he's doing it at a point in time where goal scoring is tough to come by. So, I, I mean, I know some people have uh, have a love-hate relationship with Alex Ovechkin, but um, we haven't seen a player, first off, hit 800 goals since Wayne Gretzky did it all back, you know, all those years ago. I don't, like, I wasn't even really around to experience what Wayne Gretzky was doing. That's why I'm like really at awe of what Ovechkin is doing right now. He's one goal away from tying Gordy Howe for the all-time record, uh, second all-time. Then he 
can obviously go past that. What I saw that it was against the Blackhawks, the Capitals were playing the Blackhawks. He was three away, and I saw Peter Mrazek was in that, and I'm like, he's so doing it. He got two goals almost like right away, too. He scored the first goal 24 seconds into the game. Scored the second one not too long after. When you got two goals and you're you're pushing for a rec- like a, a moment like that, it's almost like it's bound to happen. It's like Mitch Marner's point streak. Players understand it. So it was nice of Ovechkin to get to 800. It would be nice. The, the Capitals are at home against the Dallas Stars. It would be pretty incredible if he were to, you know, move past Gordie Howe for two reasons. So he doesn't do it against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday. It would be nice if the Leafs weren't on the other end of history in that regard. Um, but yeah, like Alex Ovechkin, you have to commend him for uh, what he's doing this season. Um, I don't know if we're going to see another goal score. Like, no, Austin Matthews is putting up goals, but he's not doing it like Ovechkin has done. Maybe that could change. That could obviously change. We probably never expected Ovechkin to be a goal scorer that could, uh, you know, break uh, Gretzky's record. So I'm uh, I'm very curious to see how far um, the Leafs can take this. We'll see how uh, sorry how long Ovechkin can take this, and we'll see if uh, the Leafs are on the receiving end potentially of some history. We'll see. Uh, they got to deal with the New York Rangers first, which means I will be back uh, discussing the uh, I'll, I'll be breaking down the game uh, for Friday's episode. I do have a guest scheduled. I'm not going to give away names just in case things happen. I don't like to tease too much. Uh, you know, this is time where everybody's sick. I have had a few people. Con- I, I reached out. Unfortunately, they weren't feeling well. Uh, to do a podcast, you know, when you're under the weather, it's really tough to do it for um, to do a, a show like this. So I appreciate those who have offered help. Um, so I should, ha- I do have a guest tentatively booked after the Rangers game. So um, we'll be back at that point. I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast today and for supporting the show. You can subscribe to Lockdown Leaves wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you're telling all your friends to subscribe especially to YouTube. We're over 2,300. I am very happy about that, guys. Let's get to 2,500. Let's stay ahead of those Montreal, the Locked On Canadians. I don't want to see Locked On Canadians get past Locked On Leafs. That would make me very, very not so happy. So continue to support. Make sure you're telling all your friends to support us as well. We'll be back with another episode on Friday where we'll break down the game against the Rangers and tee up the weekend for the Leafs. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.